Hello everyone, my name is Kendall and welcome to Unofficial Book Club, where life and stories meet. And just like any book club, we'll only be spending half the time actually talking about books. And this is that half. In these book club episodes of this podcast, my guests and I will be bonding over my favorite hobby, reading. Getting to know their relationship to books, the ones they love, the ones that have made the biggest impact on them, and so much more. Now, before we get started, I want to remind you that my guests and I will be sharing our own personal experiences, opinions, and possible book spoilers throughout this episode and all future episodes. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another book club episode. And I am joined again with my guest, Jamila. Hi. Thank you so much for staying for the book portion of this. No, I'm so happy. I'm very excited. Yeah. Even though, you know, I don't read a lot. So <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Hopefully we can find enough to talk about. I feel fine. like you'll know enough. So it'll work out. I'll just give you a bunch of suggestions and I'm here for it. Okay. I mean, I've been getting into reading. So, so that's so my I'm first ready. question. What is your relationship to reading? Okay. So. Since elementary school, I really hated reading. Like, I, I'm so serious. Like, I can't focus. I don't know what it is. Like, it just... Maybe I just watched too much TV as a kid that it, like, fucked up my brain. But every book report I had in middle and elementary school, F, F, F. Like, it was my worst subject. Maybe it was the wrong books. I think so. Probably. I mean, I didn't like, love, like, the academic part of reading until, like, uh, my mother made it interesting for me. Oh, yeah, because she's an English teacher, right? That's she's so cool. a bunch cool. of teachers. My mom. Oh, yeah? Yeah, my mom has her PhD in bilingual education. And so Queen. she, yeah, so she, like, taught Spanish. She taught uh, ESOL. She taught English. Okay. She taught theater. Like, my mom's. Oh, that's so My mom's cool. the best. Shout she out. Is. I've she's heard a lot of. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I think she will be. Hi. I haven't met you yet, but I really want to. <laughs> but still, like, I think. Until you find, I feel like as kids, like, until you find the right book, like, all you have growing up is somebody telling you to read this. Yeah. And you're still trying to learn what these words mean, let no, alone, like, like... why did we read Grapes of Wrath in sixth grade? <laughs> Twelve years old, Grapes of Wrath, the most boring book of all time. Well, it was boring to me then. Yeah. Maybe I'd enjoy it now. I yeah. don't know. But or Shakespeare. Like, at the time hmm. that we read Shakespeare in high school... Yeah. I don't think we ever read it in middle school, but definitely in high school, I it was it. hard to comprehend, and yeah. I feel like it took so much away from what the story probably was and how interesting it would have been. Yeah. If, like, I couldn't understand him. Yeah, it was very hard to... I will say, though, Shakespeare wasn't my least favorite of the books we read oh, in school okay. because of all the drama. Oh, You know, like, you I go. just hate a boring <laughs> book. Yeah. One of the books we read in high school was When Rain Clouds Gather, and it was about this farmer... And it literally just detailed, like, how to be a farmer. Like, and the weather. Like, yeah. it was so boring. I don't know why they would make us read that. But Well, that's yeah. why you need to find your right genre. I style. didn't know I could live that life, though. <laughs> like, I'm so serious. I didn't know, like, oh, hey, there's books out there that I might enjoy. Like, I just got so used to that yeah. world. Like, I didn't even know people read for pleasure for the longest really? time. I had no clue. Except for maybe, like, Twilight. I know people read Twilight. Shh. Yeah. It was such a, like, all-consuming moment in LOL. our high school days. I would devour those books. Yeah. Everyone in high school was obsessed, like, addicted. Yeah. I look back nuts. now, and I'm like, they're not my favorite. <laughs> but at the time, like, they were so captivating, and they yeah. pulled on your teenage emotions. And I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I never even tried on it, because 
I wasn't into reading, so, like, Mm -hmm. whatever. But even, like, the movies I've not been interested in. No. I literally just watched the first one for the first time in my life two months ago. Really? And I couldn't even finish it. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, like, I'm just not a fan. I I don't like zombies and vampires. I don't like what you like, dystopian. Mm -hmm. All of that shit, okay. like, but you like your you love spooky season, so you do I you, do. So you like are interested in fantasy and like witches and stuff, but you wouldn't do like. I don't think I even read anything about witches. Okay. No, I, there's some I like mystery books. shit. Okay, mystery. I like murderers. Okay. Yeah, but not true crime. I don't like true crime. Okay. See, before this, you sent me kind of what you'd be interested in. Yeah. To give me an idea, but I really honed in on. Something with a lot of drama. Yes. Like, like you know, like, the way you do a TV show where you're yelling at the TV, like, I've done that with books. Yes. Like, this dumb bitch. Like, yeah. Like, I cannot believe you went into the Or, like, a good plot twist. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. suggested Twilight, yeah. didn't you? Or, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the end of the day, I picked <laughs> New Moon. Have you no. heard of Stephanie Myers? <laughs> but that, or, like, I picked a good romance, but I think a romance yes. that has... Either drama in it or comedy or something mm-hmm. other than like the heartbreak of a romance. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I mean, I love all romance of any okay. sort besides supernatural, I guess. But okay, yeah, okay. I'm so excited to hear your suggestions. Okay. Well, first, okay, I have to ask. Like you said, you said mystery. So, like, if you had to pick a genre, I'd be like romance and mysteries, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, 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 for sure. But not like nonfiction. That's not your vibe. I've read one or two nonfiction books, but I don't even I I don't think it's what you might think I'm talking about. They were okay. like books about like Palestine and stuff. Oh, okay. So like that's not like storytelling necessarily. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was it was like a lot of facts and figures yeah. and like personal experiences of journalists and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so real stories like that. Yeah. So would I you mean, do like a biography or an autobiography? Yeah, I like biographies if they're Someone I already love. Like, I started reading Abby Jacobson's biography, The Girl in Broad City. Mm-hmm. But I just never finished it, I think, because I forgot. Okay. But, like, yeah, I have to be interested in that person. Well, would you do, like, I am not a huge fan of, like, biographies and autobiographies, but I do it if I like the person or I'm starting to get into more nonfictions. Okay. And so, for example, would you listen to their audiobook if they were the ones reading their own story? You know, because then you hear yeah. that person telling their own story yeah no I would do so bad with that really I can't listen to podcasts how ironic you don't do it when you're like doing laundry or like I've tried so hard like and here is an example of like how hard I tried okay One Tree Hill is one of my biggest passions you try to listen to their podcast yes Mm. and although I liked it yeah no like I just can't do podcasts like I would much rather listen to music yeah I just, I can't stay focused. I can't. Like, Well, I wonder if that correlates to, if you listen to the last episode, you said you really like to disconnect. And TV yes. has the visual and the audio that allows you yeah, to, like. Yeah, and the subtitles. Yeah, that allows yeah. you to be, like, captivated like that. Whereas I think about when I'm listening to an audiobook or a podcast, it's because I'm working on my computer. It's because I'm doing dishes. It's because I'm folding laundry. And I want yeah. that stimulation in my head and I want something. Mm. But, like, I'm not... Fully. Yeah, like, I, I don't know if I've ever, like, sat down in, like, a park and looked at, like, an right. empty sky listening <laughs> to an audiobook, which I think I could, but, People like, driving, that. yeah, like, yeah. long road trips, like, yeah. I'm listening to a podcast or an audiobook. Yeah, no, I can't. I don't know. Yeah, it must have to do with what you just said. Like, I just can't focus at all. I just need visuals, and I think, I'm, I mean, I can read books now, but that's probably why I couldn't get into books before. 
I wonder. Like I just there's no visuals, so yeah. Well, have you ever read like graphic novels? No, I've never tried it. There, maybe I'd be into that. I haven't read a lot of them, but I remember reading two different ones in school that were more nonfiction. Mouse, which was about the Holocaust, and the author tells the story of his dad, who was a survivor in the Holocaust. But the way that he draws the novel mm-hmm. is each character is a different animal. So like, oh, that's yeah. cool. Jewish people were mice, the Nazis were cats, the Americans were dogs. (gasps) How dare they make the Nazis cats? I know, I know. It's just as a stereotype against cats. It's so rude. And then the French were frogs. And it's like, (laughs) to see the story told that way gives this, for lack of a better word, like almost a lightheartedness in the art. Yeah. But it's like this very deep and heartbreaking story. Yeah. And I really, really liked it. And then the other one I read was... Analysis. Persepolis? Persepolis. Persepolis. And it's a graphic novel about a Iranian girl during the 1979... I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I just don't like know the an name. Islamic Revolution. Yeah. And so it's... I remember reading it in high school and it being, again, like this very serious matter that you're reading about, but seeing it in a graphic novel mm. style... You feel like you're focusing on it a little yeah. bit differently than like reading a nonfiction book. That makes sense. I might try that because yeah. obviously that's an interest to me in Iranian girl. Muslim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For so, those of you who don't know, I'm Tunisian. I'm Muslim. That would be interesting. I wonder if you'd like graphic novel. Yeah, I'll try them out. That's a good idea. I feel mm-hmm. like that would keep me a little captivated. Yeah. I also, I'm convinced, maybe it's because I'm biased to reading, but, like, I'm convinced that if you found a really good book, you could turn off the world around you and be, like, very honed in on what's happening in the same way that TV does. No, for sure, for sure. Like, there are definitely books I love and that has happened to me. It's just very hard for me to find them consistently, I think. You know what I mean? So what are some of your favorite books? Ooh, okay, so obviously, you know, I don't have a huge catalog here. But obviously, Twilight. (laughs) I love that bitch Bella. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay, so my most recent that I got like deeply obsessed with was Beach Read by Emily uh, Henry. Yeah. I know that's a popular one, but like it really is that good. Like mm-hmm. I just I don't know if you think that, but I liked it. It I wasn't think, one of my favorites though for romance. Yeah. Well you you've read so many. I but I haven't read a lot of romance books. Also, unpopular opinion, but mm-hmm. I've read a couple Colleen Hoover books <gasps> that I didn't love. That's a very popular opinion. Really? That on book talk, like Colleen Hoover, like everybody's obsessed. I'm on a different side of book talk <laughs> and book Twitter. Oh, like I'm on the other side of like hating her and her books. I liked her book, Verity. I gave it to Cassiel for her birthday and it was really good. But the one that's about to come out is like a movie called It oh. Ends With Us. I was not oh. a huge fan of. Okay. So oh, that think, just got announced, right? Yeah. Okay. And I think romance novels, I'm very picky. Like, yeah. I feel like with romance novels, I'm looking for it to be a healthy romance. And so when it's not, it's very yeah. disappointing and frustrating that we're portraying characters in a certain way. And so, like... I don't think that's being picky. I think it's good to not support romanticizing abuse. That's kind of how I felt when I read, like, It Ends With Us, is I felt like it was a very toxic relationship. And yeah. I didn't enjoy reading that. And I wanted it to be... Like, I think there's a place for you to write about something where you're watching these people grow because not everybody's Yeah, perfect. people fuck up. Yeah. yeah. But I, like, want to watch you grow. Like, I yeah. want to see, or I want you to have a horrible, dramatized, destroying time, mm-hmm. but it be, like, really shown as that's what it is versus Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Because, like, 
all these 13, 15, 16-year-olds are going to read that and be like, wow, this is so romantic. And, you know, it's not trivial. Like, that's going to seep into their relationships because mm-hmm. that happened to us mm-hmm. with whatever media we were consuming. Like, yeah. 100%. It's very scary. Like, I really worry about, you know, young girls a lot. Yeah. Like, especially working with them. Like, it's a big fear of mine how much they are going to have to go through. Yeah. Especially after, like, what we went through. And it's just getting worse and yeah. worse, it feels like. The Hating Game. I didn't didn't watch it and I didn't read the book. I did not read the book, but I heard the book was really good. Yep, people really liked it. Yeah, but the movie is so bad. The pacing of the scenes Mm -hmm. is really, like, poorly done. Like, like Maybe this is where that career piece comes in, where you can be a screenwriter. (laughs) We should make a company and I will pick all the books and then you can (gasps) produce all the movies. That would be so fun. We'll make them. Yeah, okay, you gotta move to LA with me. Okay. Okay. So that kind of goes to one of my questions is, yeah. do you think that the book is better than the movie when you're such a TV and visual Ooh. person? No, so far with the books I have read that have been made into um, movies or TV, no. Mm-hmm. The book is way better mm-hmm. every time. Girl on the Train, that movie was so horrifically bad. <laughs> like, I was so disappointed because I was so excited because- yeah. You know, I'm obviously you, you think this way too, I'm sure. But like when I'm reading a book, like I'm imagining all of it happens. So to see it so different than my expectation and every reader's expectation. So I'm not even being like self consuming with yeah. it, you know? Like, yeah, that movie disappointed me so bad. Yeah. It I, was so bad. Emily Blunt was good. Like, she's a great yeah. actress. They just, the way they cut and move things around, like not like the book and. There were things that they left out that were so important. I've had that conversation with people before, especially on this podcast too, where it's like, you have to, at some point when you're reading, be like, okay, we're not going to have the exact same picture of things, especially when they're fantasy or whatnot, or, you know, dystopian or it's whatever else. But like you said, like you can't cut and pick pieces. If you're going to tell the story, tell it. Yeah. Or say it's an adaptation of the book, but it's not the books. Like, yes, it was inspired by. Yeah. Because I think... That that makes the people who go to see it disappointed. Yes, it and especially is. if you don't have the. Oh, I always say this, but like having the author, if you're gonna make it look like the book, yes. like have the author yeah. be a part of it. Like I yeah. want them to be helping as much as possible because like I can be mad all day long that you casted this person over this person, but if I know that the author helped, like what am I gonna say? Like, yeah, you wrote it. You yeah, wanted that person yeah, yeah. to look like this person. Like, like maybe they changed their mind. And yeah, that's like they I'm always not mad. To do okay. Yeah, different opinion, but that's your work of art that you get to put out mm-hmm. in this forum. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of bullshit that that's not a requirement for every adaptation. No, I'd, I'd be curious to look into it and see how yeah. much of the author has to be a part of it. It depends on the contract, I think. Like, because yeah. I, I feel like if I was an author, I, like I don't know if I could give up. Not Any being a part to, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would part of every piece. Like, you can't change this. Are you yeah. crazy? Casting, everything. Yeah. No, it's no, crucial background information. <laughs> like, it's so crazy to me yeah. what they did. But, yeah, I, I would say typically, yeah, yeah, the book is better. Now, so, I don't know if you asked me this already. My favorite book. Yes. My favorite book is Misery by Stephen King. Oh, Stephen King doesn't surprise me. <laughs> there is a spooky season coming mm-hmm. in. No, Misery, like, I've never read such a thing. I've never read it. Oh, I've it's never excellent. Read a Stephen King you book. can borrow mine. Like, it's okay. so, it's read. disturbing. Like, it actually, I could feel it 
everything in my bones. Really? Like, oh my God. I never felt that way about a book before. Like ever, ever, ever. Even my other favorites or whatever. Mm. And I really want to watch the movie. I just haven't yet. Okay. Because I was waiting for spooky season, but this past spooky season I got really busy and like barely watched any movies. So maybe next spooky season I'll watch it. So what are some tropes in books that you love? Like, Ooh. everybody loves enemies to lovers. That is my favorite. I'm not an enemies to lovers. I guess really? I need to find the right one because I feel like there are some that it's, like, toxic. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, oh. okay, Betrayed was kind of enemies to lovers for sure. Ooh, but they time. weren't that enemies, though. They No, they, they were. They were, like, like they were enemies he was her, her competition. Okay. Yeah, it was definitely in her yeah. head. But yeah. yeah, competition and you like find yeah. love in the opposite person. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can appreciate like, that. Like they were so different. Although, you know, she was different by the time she met him, but like her old self was so different yeah. than him. But yeah, oh, I was gonna say what I loved about Beach Read so much, and I've not read a lot of romance stuff too much, but what I loved about it was that like I'm just so starved for a good rom com. Mm. Because they don't make good ones anymore, really. Like how to lose a guy in five ten days, thirty mm-hmm. thirty, that good stuff. Yeah. So that just, like, really, like, satisfied me Yeah. in a time where I needed a good rom-com. Like, so you like a good, like, rom-com. How do you feel about the ones that are, like, full heartbreak? Like, you're sitting there sobbing with them. Because I have a oh. great recommendation, but I don't know if that's... I've, I've not read one, so okay. recommend... I would probably love that because I okay. love to cry. I love... Like, Grey's Anatomy, there's a reason it's my favorite. I'm always crying, okay. you know? I would love, love, love a book like that. So I read it this summer, and I yeah. literally... My parents went on a road trip to Ireland and my roommate and I joined and I read it in the car during the road trip in like a day it was so good that's awesome and it's called Every Summer After by Carly Fortune okay can you text me that because I'm on my phone right now yeah sorry if I mispronounce names but same it's about this girl who grows up with these two brothers that she's friends with and again, a trope I don't love is a triangle, and especially if two I don't of the love triangles are either. Oh, I definitely don't. This like is this not that, but it's better. But yeah. like, I, I get you. That. But she grows up with these two brothers. One of them is her childhood love. Okay. And so they grow up together, and they go. You see, their all right. Love don't give me story. a whole book. No, you just see okay. their love story like kind of grow, but there's so much growth, and there's so yeah. much change, and there was just. Oh, I was just, like, so invested Okay, in I'm, like, story. really excited now. It like, was so good. And it was so fast-paced for something that I'm sure I'm explaining it now. And you're like, eh, that doesn't sound, like, too exciting. Yeah. But the storyline and how fast-paced it moves was yeah. just beautiful. No, I love that because I hate when it's too slow. Like, Girl on the Train in the beginning, so slow. Oh, my God, it took forever to get good. Yep. But once it got good, they went full speed with it. Like, yeah. that was nuts. <laughs> so when you do read something like that, how far do you get into a book before you're just like, this is not for me? No, I finished every book I started. Really? Because I don't read a lot. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, I think the way you read books is the way I start TV shows. I watch like 20 TV shows a week and I give up on a lot of them if I'm not interested enough. You know what I mean? So because it's something that's so not in my life, if I'm starting something, I want to be like committed. Interesting. Because you never know if it's going to get good. And I don't have the... The, like, natural instinct to know, like, I can tell this is going to get good later kind of thing. So you'll sit there and you'll be like, this is not doing it for me. And you'll still read Yeah, it like, I'll end. finish it. I will force myself. But, again, yeah. <laughs> I should probably stop mentioning this. <laughs> I just want to be very clear. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, an expert mm-hmm. on books. Yeah. But, yeah. Who is? 
You. <laughs> I'm an expert on books. I just like them. I think you were the one that introduced me to Beach Read. Actually. Hey, yeah, I've been telling everyone to read it because I just fell in love. I, yeah. That was one of the first books I ever genuinely couldn't put down. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I've put down so many, and, like, I go back to them, whatever, yeah. but, like, I could not put, put that down. one down. It was so good. And I feel like in adult life, it's hard to do that because you're so consumed with everything else. Yeah. And you do find that time, it's, like... Yeah. Like, it's magical, honestly. Yeah. It's so... It's the way I feel when I find, like, a TV show I'm obsessed with because, yeah. like... I don't get obsessed easily anymore because yeah. I've watched every TV show on the yeah. planet. So, like, you have to really impress me. Yeah. Like, I canceled plans to finish Beach Read. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was like, I That's need to deal. know where it's going. Yeah. It was just so, so cute. And I have my fan cast, of course. I'm a Zoe Deutsch stan. I I'm, love her. I'm so obsessed with her. Like, that's my girl. And yeah. she would just be perfect for uh-huh. Beach Read. And then maybe, like, she does well with Dylan O'Brien. I think they have really good chemistry. And I could see him being Gus. So, yeah, I, I want them to be the leads. I want I want Zoe Deutsch to be the Emily Henry girl. Every single book that Every gets made, into, I want it to be Zoe Deutsch. Like, because Emily Henry, I have not read her other books yet. I haven't either. They're on my list. Yeah, they're, they're on my like list. romance I have to, like, get into the mood for. Yeah. I have one of her books in my purse and just, like, have not gotten into Which it. Which one? The People We Meet on Vacation. Yes. I've heard yeah. nothing but good things about it. Yeah. And I have yet to start it. Okay. Me too. We should start it together. So I'm curious yeah. to know, you said you don't love love triangles either. No. They're like, bullshit. Pick one. Right? Like, stop stringing these people along. I feel that way too. And I just, yeah. there are very limited stories, and I've said this before on this podcast, that have like love triangles in which I'm okay with it. But I do love enemies to lovers a lot. Like a lot, a lot. And I think it's because it's what I want for myself. But that's so interesting that and everybody likes enemies to lovers. Uh, you don't? It's, a, it's just like not, hmm. maybe I'd have to find one that I think is good. Yeah. I mean, if it's not your thing, like I'll never be into dystopian stuff. Really? Even if it's excellent. Like, I'm not going to be into it. Like Would I you liked, watch the movies, though? Like, I watched Hunger Games. Okay. Did you watch Maze Runner? No. Like, the, <laughs> the only reason... You say that with such a disdain on your face. I, yeah, like, I just don't like that shit. Like, I don't. Even in movie and TV show form. That's interesting. No, not at all. Yeah, dystopian, I'll never get into yeah. it. So it makes it... If you're not going to get into romance, you're not going to get into yeah. romance. Yeah. yeah. Read what you want to read. That's yeah. the whole thing we were talking about. Yeah. Like, in high school... We read so much stuff we did not want to read, and it was miserable. Yeah, and when it's given to you as, like, a project or an assignment, of course you're not going to be, like, that yeah. interested. Right. Yeah. Although, I will say, when I read To Kill a Mockingbird, we had a really fun project with it. Because, like, ooh, that makes all the difference. It does. And it made me love the book. And I did love that book. Uh-huh. From what I remember, I, maybe I'd have to reread it mm-hmm. to, like, really know. But I remember, like... The project was something about a shoebox and putting items in to describe a character. Because I guess Ooh. in the book, um, what I'm remembering was like someone had a shoebox. Okay. That ha- that I actually never read To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, really? Yeah. It's very good, I think. <laughs> I can't trust old me. I don't yeah. know. But like that project was just so fun. I, was, I loved projects in school way more than like book reports. Like I was a project girl. Mm-hmm. So that just made me really enjoy it. Yeah, and it was not just, much more. Even Othello, which I hated, but we had a video project, so I read it, and it was much more fun. I think that was one of my favorite Shakespeare stories with Othello. It is one of the better ones, yeah. Which which one is... Because I know Taming of the Shrew is like, she's the man, right? So I think much to do about nothing is Clueless. Because, like, 
Yeah, those thought, movies are like based on those. Yeah, I thought She's the Man was based on um, Midsummer's Night. Oh, you're probably right. Oh, Tame of the Shoes, 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, how interesting. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that cute? I All three of cute. those. And some of the best teen rom-coms out there. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the best. She's a man. She's a man. Is, me too. So I guess, though, in, in terms of Shakespeare, the movies are better than the books to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> if that's what we're comparing it to. No, for real, though, because yeah. those are just so good. Also, I wonder if it has something to do with it being more relatable to you. So, like, I wonder yeah. if you took a classic movie like that and you just took the storyline or the plot yeah. and you made it modernized would generations mm. have a different, like, excitement yeah. behind it and stuff. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, it's the remake of every fairy tale that's ever been. Like, how many that's Cinderella's so true, do we have? Yeah. And- oh, too many. <laughs> too many. <laughs> Slow it down. Have you read any books that had a really big impact on you? Maybe The Alchemist. Really? I just love that book. I know people said it's, like, an easy read or whatever, but like, I, I like it. an easy read. And it was just so beautiful. Like, it was so stunningly written to me. Like, it, it's just about, like, self-discovery and, like, following your path. And, like, the universe brings what's meant for you. Not in a toxic way. Not in, like, a toxic positivity mm-hmm. way. Because, you know, we've discussed that already. Yeah. But it's so beautifully written. This this guy has to, like, go on. It's, like, set in, like, whatever olden days when they, <laughs> when they had, like, sheep and shit, you know? <laughs> Like, I know we have sheep now, but, like, when sheep were, like, a big thing, like, trading the sheep. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like, he was... That like, <laughs> whatever, whatever time that is. But he goes on this, like, crazy journey where he has to, like, sell his sheep, like, get to the gold. Mm-hmm. But, like, the whole... It's about the journey yeah. and not the, the, destination. the destination. And, like, he goes through, like, all these, like... Um, setbacks and stuff and like all these like hills he has to like, get o- get through whatever but like he learns a lesson like every day and they're all like it's lessons we know right but when mm-hmm. you see it in such a beautifully written like a proverb type yeah. of thing like it just you just feel it and it makes you really question life even more even if you already knew those lessons yeah. and they're like basic yeah stuff but it's just so good and he has like a love story too the, the love story is not the main focus but yeah, it's really cute because they're just like, we're meant to be and we will huh. be like once your destiny is like, like achieved. It's just so, so good. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Well, I have a suggestion for you and I don't know okay. if you'll like it, but it reminded me of this. I saw it for like the last year on book TikTok and that book talk. And then my mom <laughs> read it first. Shout out to my mom. Yeah. really loved it. And I was like, okay, like I'll read it now. So it's called The Midnight Library. Okay. And it's about this girl who, trigger warning, sensitive content okay. coming up. But there is this girl who wants to end her life. And so ends up at this library. And it's basically, she goes through a bunch of books that are all the different paths in life she could have taken if she'd made a different decision. What an incredible and they Incredible all tie so beautifully plot. together. Yeah. And eventually, like, the end has a happy ending. <laughs> but, like, yeah. the ending is different. And it's, she has to kind of see, and she gets to choose which one she gets to stay in and yeah. whatnot kind of thing. Um, Trying not to give too much away. But it really made me sit back afterwards and think and be like, okay, 
you know, there's so many regrets you have or moments you wish you could have done. And it's interesting to see her go back to a path that she thought she would have loved and didn't. And you're like, hold up. Wait, maybe I wouldn't have loved that thing for me. Stop. I have to read this right now. And it was really good. And I I will say, I think for story-wise, it was kind of slow to me. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, overall, I got through it and I really enjoyed it. And I think... That's how The Alchemist is, too. It's a little bit slow, but it's worth it. Yeah, for me. And so, but it was very interesting. It reminded me of that. And I really, truly, like, after I read it, I was sitting there and I was just... And I, like, texted my mom and I was like, I'm rethinking my entire life. Yeah. And in in a good way. And I'll say, like, for example, you and I talk about like in the last episode a little bit, like what would we do if we knew we wouldn't fail? Yeah. And I said like, oh, I'd be a singer. And now I don't know that that's necessarily something I would like have loved to do as a career. Yeah. And it made me think about that in the book where I was like, what if I had what I really liked it kind of thing? Like would it really have been for me or at that time in my life was I so fixated and loved this thing, but I've grown and changed. You go back and think about all your choices and, and it was really good. And I, it was one of the ones that even if, I wasn't totally infatuated with the entire story and every piece mm-hmm. of it. I came back out of it and I was just like reflecting on my whole life. Yeah. So, but it was really good. I really liked it. Oh my God. Text me that one too. Yeah. No, because <laughs> that sounds so good. Cause I really can relate. Cause like I wanted to work in PR, but now I look back and I'm like, what if I worked in PR and I was like a miserable girl boss? Yeah. Midnight Library is not one of the two books that I had picked for you, but I'm. Mm. But I'm glad I you brought that up because now it sparked that idea. I'm glad you brought it up. I'm very excited. That's the most exciting one you've mentioned to me. Really? Yeah. I'm glad. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely going to read that yeah. one for sure. Okay. I'm glad. Well, the other two, which probably will like not be <laughs> exciting though, but the other two I had for you were both based off of the fact that they're coming out as a movie or TV show. Okay, good. Yay. So the first one is called They Wish They Were Us. By Jessica Goodman. And the TV adaptation is going to be called, I believe it's going to be called The Player's Table. And it's starring Halsey. And then <laughs> Sydney Sweeney is, I think it's I her. I love her. Yeah. Okay. I think it's her, I don't want to say incorrectly, like her production team or something. But she's okay. like very influenced in like all the whole production yeah. of it. Her and Halsey No, she together. has a production company. So okay, it's hers, yeah. Yeah, doing it together. And so it'll be really cool. And I love Sydney cool. Sweeney. Yeah, me too. And so I'm super excited, but it's basically, it's a like mystery YA, but it's very dramatic and like high school bullshit kind of thing. So I feel like you'd enjoy the drama of it. But basically this group of friends, one of them is murdered and everyone thinks it was her boyfriend that killed her and it gets solved and case closed, whatever they go about their lives. But then the main character, her name is Jill, becomes during, like, her senior year, I think, becomes a player in this secret society. And I think they're called, like, a a player. Uh And then in the secret society in school and during her senior year starts getting all these texts basically telling her that, like, the boyfriend didn't do it. And so all this stuff happens. Yeah, and all this stuff happens. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it was a quick, fun read. And I think one of those ones where you read it and you're like – I bet this would be a good TV show, so I'm very excited to see what they make of it. I'm excited. I will read that one, too. And then the second one I had for you is called Red, White, and Royal Blue. Have you seen this on BookTok? I have definitely, yes, I definitely have seen this on mm-hmm. BookTok. By Casey McQuinston, I think. Uh-huh. And I will say the two main actors who are going to be in the movie adaptation are very attractive young men, so I think you'll enjoy it. 
The movie that's coming out is starring Taylor Zakhar Perez and then Nicholas Galtzine. The book is called Red, White, and Royal Blue. Okay. And the whole story is basically the president of the United States, and in this book, the president is a woman. Her son is having, like, a feud with the Prince of England. (laughs) And so it's this whole very, like, I don't know. It's, like, what I like about you meets, like, another rom-com. And so both of them are, like, feuding and having confrontation and dramatic moments, and they fall in love. Okay. And it's, like, very cute and funny, and I enjoyed it. Okay, I'll get into it. So those are my two picks for you when I was trying to think of, like, a romance and a drama. Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. And then Midnight Library. I'm glad that one came up. No, I like I'm so glad that came that up. one too. Yes, so. I'm excited. Yeah. I also have another book for you, and okay. this only comes up based on like our whole conversation, but I think you'd really enjoy it. Yeah. It's called Never Saw Me Coming, okay. and it's the first book that I finished in 2023. Hmm. Um, I started reading it in 2022, finished it in 2023. <laughs> but so it counts as my 2023 reading. Definitely. But it's basically, this girl is has been diagnosed as a psychopath hey just clinically and not necessarily a killer which is what everybody assumes when you're a psychopath but that's not necessarily true and she goes to college and the university that accepts her has this program where they're they have a bunch of psychopaths that they're like testing and just monitoring and seeing Mm -hmm. how they fit into society and so she's participating in that and going to college and you're seeing how she interacts with people without having that like empathy and stuff that's very interesting yeah and at the same time she's plotting somebody's murder Oh my god, yeah, I have to read this. And then at the same time, people start getting murdered on campus. And, <gasps> and so like, there's mm. so many different That's pieces good. to it, and it's fast moving and it's interesting. Yeah. And it's almost comedic. That sounds like a Ryan Murphy show. And it, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that's a great way to kind of explain it. I would so love to read that. I really liked that. Yeah, so I did that one. Too. So I have to finish, um, the, not finish, I have to basically start because I'm only on like page three of. The people we meet on vacation. Okay. So I have to read that one before I start anything okay. else. But I'm definitely going to try all the, You're getting me excited to read yeah, it. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, because like I forget about it, you know? Yeah. And do you have a local library that you go to? No. I don't buy all my books because I... Books are like $30. It's exactly. Like They're so expensive. Yeah. But I my library is like a walking distance and I okay. really enjoy it. And if I really like it, then I'll like ask for, for Christmas or I'll buy it or something. But like mm. going to my library, I feel like I have the same choices like a bookstore and there's so many and I really enjoy yeah. it that way. I should probably start going to the library, yeah. But I guess the reason I don't is because I want to like fill up my bookshelf. You know, never I mean? feel like I'm gonna run out of space and like if I move, which you seem to move a lot, like how are yeah. you guys gonna take them everywhere? No, I carry so them in like, like it's so the boxes. Heavy. Yeah, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of shit, so yeah. like, what's a few more books? Yeah. Also, I to... guess I want you to use the library because then you have a timer of three weeks that you have to read. That's this so true. No, <laughs> you're kind of a genius. Like, yeah, I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, except when you put a bunch on hold and they all come at the same time, like available and you have to read all six in three weeks, that's when it really bites you in the I butt. can't do I'm a slow reader. Yeah. Like I would not be But able I would to say do like that. that would be probably a nice way to kind of push yourself to read because you do yeah. have only those three weeks. No, that's amazing. It would push me, yeah, for sure. I also borrow books a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I've now sent you, like, six recommendations. Yeah, I'm very excited. So, like, in eight months from now, I should hear about one of them being read. No, yes, and I'm <laughs> going to go to the library, and you're going to tell your readers, or your listeners, <laughs> your listeners that I got a library okay. card. 
Wow. Mm. Jamila, yeah. thank you for joining. I'm so glad you got to talk books with me. I knew we would have so much to talk about when it came to books. Yeah, this was easier than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> for anybody who'd like to be the next guest, it's it's easier said than done. Everybody has some sort of relationship or understanding or participation in reading, whether yeah. you like it or not. That's so true. Even you if you're into know. articles or music, even. Yeah. Like you're reading lyrics, right? Yeah. But also, you make it really easy. Oh, thank like you. Like, you make so it sweet. really easy and comfortable, and you're just the cutest and the sweetest. I'm going to keep this in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you better. The people need to know. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to come here and mm-hmm. chat with me, and I'm very excited to have had you on. Very excited about it. You're so cute. Thank you for having me. I don't think I'll ever do this drive again, though. I'm going to take the metro next time. This was crazy. But thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. It was so fun. Of course. And everybody, stay tuned. And I'll see you in a couple weeks. Yay! Thank you for listening to Unofficial Book Club, where life and stories meet. The Book Club episode. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts, and if you're interested in any of the books that were discussed in this episode or any of the episodes, they're always listed in the show notes. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Unofficial Book Club Pod, and don't forget to rate and share with all of your friends. Until next time.